Hi, this is Surya Devi, and welcome to A Voice for Love. I'm a world music artist and healer living on the unceded traditional territories of the Coast Salish people, otherwise known as Vancouver, Canada. We're going to be speaking with leaders and visionaries from around the world to talk more about what it means to be a voice for love. We're going through massive changes on the planet right now, and I believe that what the world needs more than ever are people who are aligned, heart-led, and who can speak from the soul to help usher in even bigger shifts that will elevate us all into a more harmonious and prosperous existence together. Thank you so much for joining us. Hey everyone, welcome to A Voice for Love. This is Surya and I am so, 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 so excited to welcome my very special guest, Brother Riza Islam. Welcome, welcome. Yes, yes, yes. I'm honored to be here. Thank you so much <laughs> for the work you're doing. I'm honored to be uh, being viewed by our Canadian family and those in Canada. I, I have to come to Canada very soon. Like, I'm- soon. Yes. <laughs> anytime, anytime. You're you're more than welcome. And uh, I have a lot of people here that love you, and we're super excited to hear that I was talking with you. So um, a lot of you. us are fo- a lot of us are following you very closely. And thank you for all of the work that you are doing because um, you're you're doing a, you're like nonstop. <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. <laughs> I appreciate it. Okay, so tell everyone just in case anybody doesn't know who you are, give us a little brief introduction about you and who you are and what you're up to. Sure. Well, first of all, my name is Riza Islam. I am a black man from Compton, number one, uh, a brother, a activist, humanitarian, independent researcher, and I've been doing work in the community for roughly 21 years. So it started on a local level, then of course, across the state, then the country, and now internationally. I've been doing that, and also, of course, a member of the Nation of Islam under the guidance of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, who fights for, of course, black people first, and then all others after that for the whole freedom of humanity. So it's been a a lot of work, a lot of work. I cover multiple topics, multiple areas. Um, I've led marches. I've helped to educate politicians, helped to get laws passed to protect the rights of parents and women and men and families, and helped to prevent laws from getting passed that would take away the rights of men and women and children and families, etc. So a lot of work, a lot of things, but ultimately I'm just a brother doing my best to help our people overall. Oh, well, bless you. Thank you. Thank you for <laughs> Thank doing you. that. Because <laughs> it's, uh, it's good work that you're doing. Um, so yeah, and, and thank God you're a black man from Compton because this whole right. issue with, no, because this, the whole thing with vaccines has become, people say to me all the time, oh, you're a QAnon supporter and you're a white supremacist and you're anti-Semitic. And I'm like, excuse me? I'm not, I'm like, wow. have you seen the things that I talk about? I'm like, no, this is so problematic. But all of these things have become associated with one another all of a sudden when of course they have really nothing to do with one another at all that's a fact that's a fact and and the topic that we discuss namely vaccines along with all the other topics but that topic existed long before QAnon existed number one (laughs) that's first thing (laughs) long before all these other things people talk about we've been dealing with this topic for a very long time so yeah I anytime people associate things and try to label it Rather than just labeling the truth of what we're talking about, they try to weaken the power of the truth and the reality to try to make us sound like a bunch of crazy conspiracy theorists when that's not the fact. We operate along the documentation, conspiracy fact. Conspiracy means when two or more people or groups come together to do something that is evil and or wicked. 
conspiracy is a real thing. But if it's a theory, that means it's something that's not proven. We deal with things that are actually proven with documentation, receipts, investigative journalism, documentation, and we do it in a way that is ethical, moral, and we want to get it out to all people so that people know exactly what's really going on. So we're not conspiracy theorists. We're conspiracy documentarians, if that's what you want to call it. I love that. Well, and the irony of all of this is, is that, you know, people try to pin us as these like horrible people and we're, you know, spreading misinformation and we're anti-science. And it's like, no, you don't get it. We're actually trying to help you. We're actually, we're trying to help everybody. We're like trying to save the world over here. And, but I find even more than ever now, people's minds have been so conditioned over the last year, because I mean, I'm sure you've noticed this, the up in propaganda has been like Mm -hmm. nothing I've ever seen in my life in this country. Anyway, I know I mentioned just before we started, like I've been to China and I've been to lots of different countries. So I've seen it other places, but to me, it's so obvious, but again, you know, (laughs) know. it's different for Canada. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I mean, all over the propaganda around this whole issue, everything to do with, you know, first it started with COVID and then now it's like blossomed into vaccinations, you know? And to me, it's just Mm -hmm. so obvious. It's like, okay, like 2020, February, March, like here comes COVID. (laughs) And then like eight months later, don't worry guys, we have a vaccine. I'm like, isn't this obvious, you guys? Like, right. <laughs> but is it, but but it's it's not. And then people say, "Oh, I believe in science." Well, I believe in science too. But you know, your science, like this is what I, I always do. This I'm like, your science is actually about supporting companies, and not only that, yeah. companies that have a history of fraud. Yeah. See, the, the 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 fact on that is, when people say things like that, I believe in science. No, you believe in hearsay from scientists. You believe in hearsay from mainstream media sources. You believe in hearsay from credentialed individuals who have the degrees, but not those who operate along with ethical means according to the actual science. Because if you knew the real science, first of all, if you look at the basics of what vaccines do to the body, you should stop right there. That's number one. Overall, number two, to look at how things have been eradicated from viruses and diseases. If you credit vaccines with that wholeheartedly, you'd be wrong. But that's only if you know the science. So when you say, I trust the science, you have to know it in order to trust it. So the question is, do you know the science? (laughs) That's the first thing people have to be asked. Oh, you trust it, really? So what do you know? What is the science that you trust? And then when they say, when they start parroting what they hear from these people in the mainstream media puppets who are paid by pharmaceutical companies, it's like, oh, no, 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 that's not the science. That's propaganda by pharmaceutical companies. So can you quote the science? You see, that's the, we have to, it's always a layered thing got to peel back on. And as you were saying, it's a little, it's frustrating, of course. It's very frustrating when you see something so clear and to see masses of people who are so asleep and i'm talking about following the propaganda following the carrot just bending over backwards listening to anything that the mainstream television says mainstream talking heads say it's it's frustrating but at the same time again i've been doing this for 21 years and i am extremely happy to see that not only is there a large amount of propaganda but because they forced it so strongly in one year they've also forced an awakening strongly in one year so it all happened at the same time. A lot of people went to sleep and a lot of people woke up simultaneously. And I know that's something you were talking about earlier as well. Yes. And I would love to, I was, you know, when I did a little bit more reading up on you, I saw that you sort of had this, I don't know what you would call it, maybe like an awakening or an epiphany of some sort when you were mm-hmm. nine. So I would love to hear yes. a little bit about that. Oh, yes. Well, first of all, um, as I was saying, being from Compton, still living in Compton, at nine years old, and prior to, you know, you have Bloods and Crips in, in our neighborhoods. This, is, this was a normal thing that I would hear gunshots on a regular 
hearing sirens on a regular. It, it became a normality. Not hearing sirens felt weird. That's how often it was. You see what I'm saying? Um, hearing that a person was shot or, or drugs and all that stuff was normal. So around the age of nine is when I recognized that I was really tired of seeing these things, but I didn't know what to do about them. I was seeing certain things happen with my friends. My oldest sister was on skid row on crack cocaine. She ended up being on crack cocaine for 16 years. My uh, second oldest brother went and was arrested, went to jail. My other oldest brother was, was murdered over a drug deal by his friend. I mean, this was life right here. This is life for me. So seeing all of this, I didn't know what to do about it, but it, it hit me at a certain point between the age of eight and nine where I said, I really have to do something about it. I don't know how, but I want to change this. I don't want to be a part of this anymore. I don't like how it's going. So it was when I was a student at a program called World Literacy Crusade. It doesn't exist anymore, but I was getting tutored on my homework. I was getting tutored on my reading and on my math. And in the same room, there were adults who were being tutored on their reading um, because their literacy level was low. There were uh, black folks, it's Mexican folks, and there's different people who were going through all these different educational programs. And I'm watching people in this room getting helped. And then they asked me one day, they said, uh, Reza, can you volunteer to help tutor this little girl? She's six years old. All you do is read the instructions on this side. And on the other side, she sees the letters and you, you know, you're helping her with the reading. I said, all right, cool, I'll, I'll, I'll try it out. And so I did that and it felt so good that the next day I finished my homework early and I said, hey, okay, look, I'm right here. I'm right here. I can help y'all, whatever you need. And it's, you know, I, I, I found a purpose because at that time I was used to being the little bad child. Okay, I was used to that. I was stealing. I was doing all that when I was, oh, yeah. I mean, I, 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 I don't know how to hotwire cars at seven, eight. I was, that was me. I know, right? You're like, Reza, yes, I was that little boy. Okay, so I wasn't acknowledged for doing something like that on the opposite end. So when I discovered how I could help, I became addicted to it. It became the answer for me, which is these are the avenues I can take to help our people. And it evolved from there. It started with literacy, helping people to read and write. That's what it's, that's where it started. And then from there, it grew into helping my people to learn how to get off drugs and working with families, communication skills, anger management. It grew into all of this and then educating our people on a massive scale. So that epiphany happened when I was able to see that someone needed help and I was presented with a solution as to how to help them. And from at that point, I've just been, as I said, addicted to helping our people for the last 21 years. <laughs> oh, that's so beautiful. Thank you for sharing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and there's, so, I mean, there's so much work to be done. Just watching even from up here, what goes on down there is just like, yes. it's just mind boggling and heartbreaking. And it's just like enough already. You know, it seems, mm -hmm. it seems ridiculous that so much of this can still be going on in 2021, mm -hmm. you know, and, and it's, it sort of seems to be getting worse in some ways, you know? True. True. That's very true. And, and that's the beauty of it. Uh, not the beauty of the worst side. The beauty is more people are seeing it because remember this, you know, but 10 years ago, there weren't too many social media platforms. There was, you know, you have MySpace, you know, Facebook did exist, but it wasn't um, the awakening, the awareness. People weren't posting stuff like they're posting now. People were not as aware, recording, you know, educating, not like this. Now it's, we see all the negatives in our face, but then we see whatever is positive, we can see that too. So the, the, the sad part is, as one thing opens, so does the other. 
we have to look at how not only should we focus, but also how can we rectify the things that we're focusing on? If it's negative, all right, we need to not only see, okay, my God, that's horrible. This is terrible because we got a lot of crap going on. We need to see how many of us are willing to jump in here and volunteer to get our hands dirty to fix it. Because now it's time for the warriors to stand up. That's really where we're going. Okay, now it's like, okay, cool. You, you Are you complaining about it? Do you want to fix it? Anybody? No? Okay, so now, now it's like, okay, who's really ready to do something about this here? That's where it is. And, you know, I, I think you were mentioning something about um, some of the medical professionals, because I have some stuff to tell your audience as well about some of the medical professionals here in California about how the war is hitting them directly and how they're fighting back, because that's, that's really where it is. It's the citizens fighting back. It's also those within the medical field and the legal field. People are standing up. They're just not promoting it on mainstream media, seeing how pharmaceuticals own mainstream media. So they don't want you to see that people are standing up, speaking out against this, you know, because then it's going to inspire you and others to do the same thing. <laughs> it's really wicked how they control this stuff, man. Oh, I know what they do. And again, this to me is so obvious. <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. so incredibly mm-hmm. obvious that everything is so slanted. And then for some reason, people can't, they can't see it until they are awakened from that slumber. And there are a lot of people that are, and it's interesting, I'm waiting for some people to kind of raise up too, because, you know, my whole day is spent going back and forth, sending links with people. And it's very interesting that most people will still not speak about this publicly. And I've even had people write me and like call me and say like, shut up, don't talk about what you're talking about. And I'm like, no, we have to talk about this. And they're like, oh, don't yeah. worry. We'll, 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 we'll talk about it or we'll say something when we have to. I'm like, how far does this have to go? Like, it, you know, <laughs> we, we have to mm-hmm. start talking about it. So I want to really yeah. acknowledge you and say thank you for, I mean, you're, you're constantly just like going live and educating everybody. And I was thinking about it because, you know, you've been really heavily censored lately. Yes. <laughs> That's a fact, yes. But don't leave um, Instagram, please. You got to get some, like, ultra egos going. <laughs> the, the last one, you're like, if they take me down here, I'm gone. We're like, no, don't go. You just got to right. make an ultra ego. Get, like, a wig or something, and, like, you could have some fun with it. <laughs> I wouldn't do the wig, but I got you. We got we to gotta get some masks or something. You're right. You're right. But it's, um, I mean, well, the funny thing is, I've had to... I've had to strategize, you know, and that's another thing because they control it. And it's so obvious there are wise ways to move. It doesn't mean you water down the message. It does not mean you simply calm down and you, you know, do what they want you to do. No, become wise about how you move because if we're going to be on their platform. It's their platform. So they like, look, check this out. We own this. (laughs) So if you want to be on our platform, play by our community rules, which I don't know what community it is or who's a part of said community that you can't speak the truth, but you can leave up videos of all the negative, horrific things that you promote to children and all this kind of stuff. You can leave that up. But if I speak the truth about what you're doing to drug people, what you're doing to control the minds of people, what you're doing to do illegal things in the medical field, in the mental health field, to black people, to any human being, women, children, all of that gets taken down. So it's like, what community is this really? Okay. So we have to be wise about how we use it and we have to sift the people and usher the people into another platform that we can control, whether it's text blast, email blast, you know, other different apps that we can use with our own groups. That's how it has to be used. So that's what I'm looking at now. I'm looking at how to, you know, more so do it that way. So far it's been working so far. Okay. And I, and I may uh, be getting my main page back on Instagram, possibly, yeah, the one that has over half a million followers, that one. And, and if that, if I get that, 
I'm going to be much more wise about how I use it, but I'm going to just push people to the other app, which will be my app, where the full message is there. But, you know, it's just we have to be strategic because this, this is how Satan works, man. He's like, look, you look, play by my rules. It's like, okay, you know what? I'll use your platform for a righteous purpose, but I'll do it in a way where I can get the maximum effect. Because as you said, if I can get taken off of all social media, you know, I, I had to look at it. I'm like, ah, you know, I want to keep throwing the fire as hard as possible, which I will be doing. But it's like you just throw a little bit and then bring everybody over here and then give them the rest of it. So... Yeah, well, that, that's actually what this whole, like, what this work is about and this podcast and the work that I do, too, is about being a voice for love and how to find that sweet spot where you can still, yeah. you know, communicate to people. Because I've learned throughout my life, I can be so intense when I'm fired up. Oh, it's yeah. like, whoa, people are, like, mm-hmm. running away from me. And then I learned mm-hmm. that that is not an effective way to get whatever message I'm trying to get across. It actually repels mm-hmm. people. So I found this, like, sweet spot where I kind of, you know, and a lot of people have told me, hey, you found a good way to, um, you know, I, I'm not going to say be neutral but it's a i don't know it's just a, it's an no, energy it's thing a wise way yeah it's, a, say, it's, it's a, a wise way to, it's calculated it's um it's strategic yes simple it doesn't mean you're softer because that's that's one thing i've never wanted people to get in their minds oh you're going to be softer no one's ever said that because i'm not it's just oh, oh i know what they want me to be soft about they want me to be soft about vaccines they want me, they want me to be, be soft about pedophilia they want me to be soft about like you know certain topics they want me to be soft about and I'm like, okay, so those topics, I'm still going to talk about them, but I want to talk about them in a way where you're going to want to censor me, but you're, gonna be, you're not going to be able to really say, well, no, he didn't really say much on there, and then I'm just going to direct everybody to where I'm dropping it the way I'm really about to drop it. That way they can't really do anything, and I'm still getting the message out. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not doing it in a way where it's self-defeating. You know, like what you were saying, where people are running. Only those who are going to go to the, the areas we're going to send them, those are the ones who are ready. Everybody else, you know, they'll stay for the soft stuff. It's like, okay, y'all can stay over there. Cool. That's where I want you guys. But the real ones who are ready, I want you over here because you're the ones who are going to actually get the work done. That's, that's who we need. The people who are really ready to work. Absolutely. Yeah. And everybody's in their own, you know, we just have to trust everybody's purpose inside of this. I always say this, like some people are meant to be out of the front line. Some people are, you know, very spiritual and they're praying and they're, you know, I've met incredible Mm -hmm. people in my life who are like full time doing work for the healing of the planet and you'll never know who they are. They're just, you know, so everyone is, everyone is doing their, their, their piece. And I love that. That's very smart. And uh, Mm -hmm. I think I read it was in the children's health defense. They said that they had already planned that they, basically knew that all of this so-called misinformation was going to be spread by social media. Of course. Oh, yeah, I don't know what I was going to say. I was thinking about you the other day, and I was like, you know, you screwed them big time, bigger than anybody, because as we know, what is their plan? Their, their big plan is to extinguish BIPOC people, okay? And they said yeah. it right away. And in Canada, I am very concerned because guess what they did? They offered the, the jabs to all of the Indigenous people. When they first started vaccinating people in Canada, do you know where they vaccinated people first? Up in practically the Arctic, okay? Who lives up there? First Nations, Indigenous people. Was there COVID up there ever? No, it never would have gotten up there. But I was looking at the numbers and all of a sudden I saw, you know, they'd already vaccinated 25 to 30% of the people in those Northern territories in the first month. And so I don't know if you know this, this is a horrible thing about Canada as well, but unfortunately... There are over 60 Indigenous communities 
in Canada that don't, don't have water, like Flint, similar mm. situation. And I know there's probably some reservations as well. Like, it's horrible. It's an abomination. In Canada, you should not have this, you know, scenario. And I'm wow. like, again, why don't people get this? Okay, you can't get the people water, but all of a sudden you're like, here, we have a vaccination for you. So anyway, <laughs> this is why I think they're, they want to silence you. Because I watch your page and I see how people, you know, you have a very um, devout following of people who listen to you and, you know, mostly black people. And you mm-hmm. have probably been largely responsible for educating and and changing the minds of like millions potentially of people like and black people and because i see like on spike lee's page i looked you said to everybody like go on there and comment you know a lot of people are like oh hell no and especially the black artists and the black celebrities when you look at their posts when they show themselves getting jabbed there's just like comments hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of comments people are right. like, oh hell no <laughs> so congratulations <laughs> you, you literally that. you literally are saving your people you know you're literally saving yes, the I people i appreciate that i, yeah. I appreciate for, for uh, I appreciate the fact that people notice, um, but not only that, but that people are really working. That's the point. I only cared about getting the knowledge to the people so that they can see it for themselves. It's not to look at me or to look at one person and say, yay, no, it's like, okay, did you see it too? Do you see it? Okay, good, because if you see it, now you know, okay, it's not, don't just rely on this one person and you know this person is not crazy or we're just crazy. No, you see it. Now you can educate someone else. Then that person can educate five more. Five more can educate 25 more. 25 can educate 100. That's how it's supposed to go. It's been in the black community, the first person in our generation who has been educating our community specifically on this topic has been this brother right here. Now, I don't, I don't jump out and say, oh, I'm the, I'm the this, I'm the first. I'm, I, don't, I don't do that. Uh, people who know, know. People don't know. You know, I don't need I don't need the credit. But when I was on that list, I got put on that list of the disinformation <laughs> dozen. That's why I was like, yeah, they know. <laughs> they, <laughs> You're like, why? Robert, thank you. Right. Exactly. Because Robert F. Kennedy, he's the one who was brought to me because he said he had been going to the black community for years and no one wanted to listen to him in the black community. He named all of our black organizations or should I say the most the majority of them, the classic ones, the NAACP all the way down. And he said, none of them wanted to take the information. If they, if they knew that I was coming, he said, they would either change the schedule around or they would come up with some excuse. Or if I did meet with them, they would say, we can't really address that topic or that's not something that's really affecting us. You know, it was always something. And he said, what I found is that almost every single one of these organizations were being sponsored or funded by pharmaceutical companies. Almost every single one of them. Absolutely. You see, but this is when he came to me in 2015 and he laid out all this information, him as well as Dr. Brian Hooker, who came as well as Michelle Ford, uh, Christy Danes. They were all brought to me to give this information. That's when I brought in Minister Tony Muhammad, the Western Regional Representative for Minister Farrakhan and Nation of Islam. And after that meeting, when he gave us all that he gave us, and it was specifically how they were targeting our community, none of us knew. None, no, no. Body in the black community knew at that time exactly what the hell was going on. So when he dropped that on us, he said, can you please get this to your community in, in a newspaper, in a TV show? He said, a podcast, something. Can you do it? And we said, no, not only will we do it, we're going to get it to the number one leader for the black community and really, you know, anyone, really all people for those who understand. But we said, we're going to get it to him and he will bring this out. He is the most fearless man on the planet. He's going to bring it up. We brought it to Minister Farrakhan, and he exposed it at the 20th year anniversary of the Million Man March, also known as 10-10-15 Justice or else. 
He exposed it from the steps of the Capitol in Washington, D.C. to nearly a million people who were live right there off the steps on the mall and over 1.3 billion people in over 42 countries. That is how not only the black community, but indigenous people and melanated people all over the planet became aware of exactly how the CDC was still targeting us while everyone else knew. Everyone else for the majority knew. It was always, you know, white mothers at the rallies that I was going to, educating people on it. They knew, but we didn't know. And when we first started talking after we got the knowledge, then they were like, yes. And I was like, so you mean to tell me the MMR vaccine is doing this to black boys more than Caucasian boys? And they were like, yes. <laughs> they said, yes, we've been trying to take it. I was like, damn, this was, it was, I'm telling you, it was crazy. So, so I'm just to know that you see that and you, you're aware that I appreciate, you know, you taking notice because yeah, it's a big deal. Well, it's a big deal. And I've always been aware. I mean, I've said this for as long as I can remember. I know. And I can say this as a white person. I know that black and indigenous people have some kind of, there's something in their DNA that is a huge threat to the system. And that's been obvious to me for so long. <laughs> and, you know, I just showed up like this, how I showed up. But that is, that is very clear to me. And so you can see by their actions of what they're always trying to do. And they are trying to remove this. Like, it's deeper than just the, the human piece. It's actually a DNA piece is which what yes. we know is they're doing with the mRNA as well, because they want to actually Correct. change the composition of a human being, um, mostly so we can't think for ourselves, but they also want to dumb down, you know, but this also goes into the whole thing about like the connection between like vaccines and white supremacy, because I've been quite shocked this whole last year, how many of the social justice people who are out here, you know, educating people about white supremacy and they're all rolling up their sleeves. I'm like, exactly. oh, like, <laughs> oh my God, you guys, I'm just shocked. Like I follow so yes. many people, you know, I've, I've been in my own anti-bias group doing my own, you know, whatever for, you know, so I'm pretty dialed into that. A lot of great women that I follow, all of them, mm -hmm. took, all of them took the shot. I was like, Oh Praise. my God. I'm like, don't you guys see this? This is potentially the biggest act of white supremacy ever enacted on our planet. And you guys yes. all just fell for it. Oh, yes. Wait. Yes. <laughs> see, now, now see, now look, <laughs> see, this is the, this is the, the problem with, with us, uh, which is the people who start to discover the truth. We can't go back to sleep no matter how hard we try, how hard we try. We can't. Once we get it, it's over. And we get it and we can't hold it to ourselves. We've got to tell the people. And that's irritating to this system because they're like, why don't you just shut up? And we're like, nah. <laughs> no, no, I'm going to not only tell people, I'm going to tell every freaking body. I'm going to educate the masses and I'm going to get it out to the people to save their life. Because what you just said, that's the ultimate agenda. According to the United States government, you already know with Dr. Henry Kissinger with the depopulation agenda. That's really what it is. So it's like you said, it's deeper. You know, it's it's on a it's on a DNA level, hence why the mRNA is what they're using specifically because that is what they're going to use to control the DNA. And they, they had to get deeper than just the standard way of giving these shots. So it, it's, it, it's, uh, it's really sad, again, seeing the same people, like you said, who speak out against police brutality like we do. We speak out against you know, domestic terrorism. We, we, we talk about all that and racism. It all exists. But we did not recognize that we're getting shot not just by police. We're getting shot by these medical doctors in two different ways. One with the syringe, the other with the bullet. But they're doing the same thing, except one is quietly doing it and it's far more effective. The other one is blatant, but it's not happening to anywhere near as many of us as this one is. See, it's, a, it's the subtle one. 
It's the quiet one that's the most dangerous. That's what we didn't get because we don't see it happening every day in our face and all that. They're not going to do that because it goes against their investment. The pharmaceutical companies own the mainstream media. I'm not going to promote the negative things that I'm doing to you. That's bad on my investment. I'm going to promote the so-called good. Hey, look at what celebrity got it today. Hey, you like this artist, right? Hey, they got the shot. Hey, guys, I took the shot. Hey, and it's like, do you not? No, no, you don't know. <laughs> you really don't know. And that's the sad part. Many of them don't. But now they are starting to wake up. A lot of the artists that I speak to who reached out to me, a lot of black artists, athletes, uh, actresses, actors, singers, you name it, have been so shocked at this knowledge and information to where they said the same thing you just said. This is more dangerous than us being shot. That happens, you know, one here and there every day, which is horrible, but that's happening, boom, boom, boom. But for every one of us being hit with a bullet, there are hundreds being hit with a syringe, if not thousands. See what I'm saying? That, like, the that, syringe, that, that, and the syringe has the possibility to wipe out the future generations. Yeah, see? See? It's not, that it's right, not, that it's right not. there. That is called eugenics. That's the ultimate agenda of eugenics, and that's the genetic annihilation piece. I'm like, whoo. So, so for you to know that, that's why, that's another reason why they don't like you. Cause you know that piece. That's a very, that's a very pivotal piece, but that's good. You see, you have to keep speaking. You got to keep speaking. Well, no, I've known all this stuff for a long, I mean, I've known all this stuff for decades and I, I, mm -hmm. I think they, I won't get into it, but yeah, they, they know who I am. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't, I don't have a big, uh, I don't have as big of a platform you are, but I have many, um, yeah, examples yes. from my life for over 10 years now where I'm, I'm pretty sure that they know who I am. So, and Absolutely. you know, they, and it was funny, I think when I first started following you, they blocked me like crazy. Like it was like, ah. I get shadow banned on my own, but as soon as I started following you, then it was like for like three months, then it was like everything was just like block, 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 block. And then everyone <laughs> I know was like, what happened to you? Like, I don't see your posts anymore. I'm like, I'm there. Like, mm -hmm. they're like, I can't even find you when I look for you. I'm like, well, here I am, you know, so. Yeah, guilty by association. That's how they do us. Yeah. Well, and yeah, they just know. But um, yeah, I, I'd love to talk about Farrakhan too, because he's like, he's a voice for love, man. He's so powerful when he speaks. Like, he's such mm -hmm. a powerful, like his voice, literally. And I, I see that in you too. Like, I know that you sort of like, I appreciate I know, that. yeah, yeah. He's, <laughs> I love the, you guys have such a lovely connection. But yeah, he's so powerful when he speaks. Like, I saw the video that he, I mean, I'm sure he's made lots of videos, but I, you posted one and it was him saying basically like everyone on this planet who is like against this, like let's go kind of thing. But it was like, I had goosebumps, <laughs> so powerful. But he also oh, yeah. gets targeted a lot too. And uh, yeah. yeah, because I, I mean, my feeling just intuitively is that a lot of the things that are said about him, some of the negative things are not true. Is this, is this true? Of course not. Of course yeah. not. It's funny. Yeah, when I hear people, that's, again, mainstream media. They have to demonize those who have a majority of influence over the masses. It's what they do, especially if the influence is towards something positive. They have to mm. demonize that. It has to be towards something positive and against something that is negative, but it's exposing the sources of the negative that makes him the target. He's exposing Satan for real. Mm. Like when, when you get to that level where... You are, you know, you're representing God and we, you know, we all are a spiritual being, but you, you're representing God at a level to where you are going head up with Satan, like David versus Goliath. You're taking it to him. You're not running. You're not just talking over here. No, you're like, no, I know what you're doing. I know you're trying to get rid of my people and all people. And I'm going to expose who you are, what you're doing, why you're doing it, when you're doing it, where you're doing it, how you're doing it. 
in detail. And I'm going to let the whole world know. So they're like, God damn it. No, no, no. Shut him up. Shut him down. Take him off of the platforms. No. Anyone who follows him, shut them down. No, no, no. And that is the problem because he has been putting in work for over 60 years. He will be 88 years old on May 11th. 88. And he is that voice for black indigenous people. And according to the words that he has given himself is to speak for the whole per the teacher that he was given a teaching from the most honorable Elijah Muhammad. They will call him racist. They will call us racist. And it's like, really? We're racist because we're teaching black people to love themselves after you taught us to hate ourselves for over 400 years. That's hateful. Mm, very interesting. Right. So, and, and there's, there's none of that. We don't teach, Oh, I hate this white person. No, nah, it's like, no, 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 no. You know, your history, you know the system that was established by your people. If you don't like the system of white supremacy, if you're white, then your job is to fight against the system of white supremacy, to fight for equality, to fight for justice and freedom. If that's what you want, then do that. Then you can demonstrate how you are different than those, than your ancestors and all that. But it has to be through action. It can't just be through all my talking. And no, it has to be through some action. That's for, that's for what humanity is and for what human beings are. So he talks to that nature of human beings and he speaks against the nature of Satan on behalf of God. And that is why they are so afraid because it's been 60 years and he hasn't changed. He has not slowed down. He's remained relevant for three generations. A generation is 20 years. Ain't nobody else remained relevant like that. 60 years. I mean, just, you know, so they're like, and he's a black man too. Oh no! They're like, what? What is this? You see, and, and so, and, and he speaks for the whole because he doesn't want anyone to be enslaved, black or white. He doesn't want anyone to be murdered, black or white. But he does, as we all want, freedom, justice, and equality. Period. We should have our own everything. Everyone should have their own everything. Everyone should be treated with respect. Don't mess with me. I won't mess with you. You know, don't don't come and harm me. I won't harm you. Leave me alone. We'll, we can have respect. Hey, thank you. Do your thing over there. I'm going to do my thing over here. That is how we should operate. So with him, again, it's because he targets the head of the dragon in the Bible, in the book of Revelations. He targets Satan. He targets the devil directly, boldly, and they can't stand it. That's what it really is. And I'm his younger brother. I'm, his, I'm just one of his young, young, young little junior soldiers. You know, learning from him as there are millions of us, hundreds of millions of us learning from him. And so when they saw that I jumped on social media, he's out there watching and they're like, hey, he's wearing a bow tie. Yeah, he sounds like him. Oh, he's in the picture with him. Oh, there it is. God damn it. Nope. Shut him down. Too. <laughs> I was like, hey, it is what it is. You know, so um, but I'm not going to slow it down either. And none of us should, because this is the time where there is a separation and there is a, a fight for, as it says in the Bible, um, at this time, Satan and God are fighting for the hearts and minds of the people. Mm. So Satan is trying to win. He thinks he's going to win, but his world is over. And this is what we're witnessing is the collapsing of his world. That's why he's scrambling to control, control, control. That's the, that's the last and final method. If I can't control everybody, I'm going to just try to kill as many as possible, mm. you know, who don't want to listen. That's where it is. And so that's, that's the beauty of this is we see his world unraveling and God's world or the hereafter is coming in. That's what time it is right now. 
Absolutely. Well, I was just saying to somebody this morning, I'm like, this feels like the last hurrah of like white mm-hmm. supremacy. This feels like their their final yes. last grasp at that's a big one. You know, yes. they're trying to take it global, but they're not gonna win. I knew that from no. the get-go. We're in it now, and, and this could go on for a few years. I'm not sure exactly how long it's gonna go on for, but like I had a very clear feeling at the beginning of last year. I was like, Oh, we got this. Like the light's gonna win this one. <laughs> we got this. But you know, and, and I knew and as did many of you know, people like myself, we knew that something was gonna happen like this. We knew like last February, March, you know, I made a lot of calls like, well, here we go. You know, (laughs) we knew something like this was going to happen. I didn't know like it was exactly this, but yeah, Mm -hmm. like, wow. uh, I mean, but this is the thing. All we have to get is that if everybody, it's the 99 versus the 1%, like this mathematics is a no brainer. But if the Mm -hmm. 99%, if 98% of those people are asleep, then the 1% can still control. But you know, if the, if the 99%, if enough of us actually wake up and this is the thing, the function of white supremacy is that they want everybody fighting. They want to keep everybody like at each other's throats. It's divide and conquer. You can see this like clear as day right now, which is why it's this whole like, you know, vax, anti-vax, like mask, anti-mask, like, no, it's not any of (laughs) that like we can you know we can all do what we want it's okay so but i Mm -hmm. i feel like the awakening i feel like it's happening i feel like it's oh yeah uh, yeah yeah definitely the the divide and conquer tactic is like you said it's all it's that's that's 101 for them that's basics for them that's what they do it's like we're watching and as soon as i heard somebody say vax versus unvax i was like oh here we go here we go again i told some of the scientists who i debated Another reason why they took me off uh, specifically of Clubhouse, if you know about that app. They took me off of Clubhouse because I debated a room that had roughly 40 scientists, uh, which means there were some chemists, there were some biochemists, there were some epidemiologists, a few medical doctors, etc. And in the room, there were roughly 1,500 people. And out of those on the stand were about 40 medical professionals uh, or scientists and rapper of the game is who called me. And he said, brother, can you get on Clubhouse? We, we need you in here. He said, because you, he said, you're the only brother <laughs> in our community who can speak up for us on this topic in the way we need it to be done. He said, I don't know anybody else who can do it like you. So I said, okay, I got you. So I got on. And the moment I'm listening to them, mind you, and I'm listening to the lies they're giving. And I mean, just bla- I'm talking about blatant lies to the people. I'm listening. There's 1,500 people in this room now. There's a lot of artists, celebrities, people who are influential. And if they take what these people are saying and they go and say it to their 10 million followers or 15 million followers, you're now misleading tens of millions of people because of some lies that you got from people who you trust. So I said, I can't let this happen. So I'm listening to them. And as soon as game introduced and announced me, (laughs) it's like the room is digital, but you can feel it. You can feel the energy like, ah, shoot. So I started hitting them with basic questions and basic facts and the laws and the PrEP Act and the National Childhood Vaccine Injury Act. And I started hitting them with this and that. And by the time I got to maybe the, the ninth point, dismantling all of what they were saying, boom, I get kicked out of the room and my uh, clubhouse is deleted. Just like that. that that's, it's that simple. It's that quick. But the people woke up so quick, I was able to still hear the audio, which was weird. So I was kicked out and the whole thing I deleted, but the audio was still coming through, which was a glitch. But I'm listening. A glitch. Tons of That's God, right. by the way, FYI. Right. Yeah. Exactly right. He was like, yeah. nope, can't, you're not going to let them out. You're not going to kick them all the way out. So one of the celebrities who was in there, right when I got kicked out in mid-sentence, was Amber Rose. Amber Rose, she said, she said, okay, now wait a minute, guys. She said, okay, um, I guess he got, you know, cut out or whatever. She said, so, but wait a minute. 
I have a question. She said, because he just said, we can't sue them if something happens to us as a result of, as a result of taking these shots. Is that true? Because you guys just said that, you know, there, there is something we can do if something happens to us. But he just said something and I Googled it. And what he said is correct. So we can't sue them. Is that true? After that, the whole room, now the whole room has questions. All these artists are like, wait, 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 wait. So why am I going to take a shot that I can't sue you for if it harms me? That doesn't make any sense. Can y'all explain? And they, now they're stuttering and I was like, mm, there it is. See, it's, a, it's always one drop of truth that's needed. That's all you need. One drop of truth and truth cast out falsehood. That's it. That's just it. And as long as we can do that, Wherever we are, we don't have to be rude about it. We don't have to jump up and just be screaming at people. No, wait until we can get in there. But when we get in there, we not only have to have something to say, but we have to have the exact thing to say. You have to know your facts. You have to know what is the most relevant at that time in that conversation to create the most awakening in the shortest period of time. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It has to be very razor sharp accurate. If you got 20 seconds, you better hit them with so much in that 20 seconds that is verifiable, that is validated to where it is undeniable, undefeatable, undisputable. Don't, don't, uh, no, 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 no. Know what you're going to say because this enemy does not want to hear any of us speaking his truth because he has an agenda that he needs to have met. But as long as we are able to get in there and drop that small piece of truth in that quick, you know, few seconds, we will potentially have saved the lives of millions. You know, and that's, that's what God wants us to do. He's trying to see who are the warriors now. Because I done gave y'all a whole lot of damn time. You watched it. You see everything going on. Okay, are you ready? Because you're complaining about it, which means you must be ready to fight against it, right? Okay, well, go ahead. Now, let's see if you're ready. We got to be ready to show up. We do. And, and everybody's got to hopefully wake up at the same time. Or enough, anyway. It doesn't have to be everybody. It just, it just has True. to be enough. And it has to be enough people that are in the right, it's, it's the right mind state and then the ability yes. to take action from the right, the right state of mind. But I always yes. find it interesting that you can drop facts. This, happened to, this happens to me all the time. And this is why I almost don't even, I don't even bother debating it with people anymore once I see that they're in a certain place. But you can drop facts with certain people and they don't believe it. They tell you like, oh, theirs is real. <laughs> oh, like that's not real. Everything you say is wrong. This week I was being, and I, it's almost like people, some people have lost their mind. Somebody that I know quite well, actually, who used to be more like us and now has gone on to the, you know, pro sort of backside of things. He was, he's, been gaslighting me all week saying you didn't Mm. actually have a vaccine injury you just came to that conclusion and now you're too in it because that's what you believe and I was like oh no you don't get to tell me what happened to me right that's (laughs) interesting sorry (laughs) sorry like eh, you know but uh it's it's very interesting but uh so where where can everybody find you give us give us some some places to find you just in case you hopefully you're gonna get your account back can we help you with that by the way because i've seen people get their accounts back if enough people Mm -hmm. report is that helpful for you i think that's one um and i mean i guess reporting in a positive way i I don't know if if you know anything like that about how to get it back or return yes So what you can yeah. do, and you can actually, if you want, you can actually go on Instagram Live and tell everybody to do this. Um, I'll, I'll mm-hmm. look up the, the exact instructions and I'll email them to your assistant just to make sure. But it's something like um, report a problem and then you can leave a comment and you just say, um, you know, Riza Islam has been, you know, I've been following him. His account was taken down. Please restore it. And I've seen mm-hmm. people have their accounts restored this way. If you get enough people that will mm-hmm. write in and say, so it's like, um, I'll look up the exact steps for you, but it is something that you could do. And because you have such a large following, you might be able to get it back. But mm-hmm. it sounds like hopefully you're going to get it back anyway. Oh. 
Absolutely. Well, that's, I mean, that's, that's beautiful. And that's very helpful. I know about that. So that, that helps. Okay. That's one. And also uh, there's another app called Fanbase that I'm on as well. And that one is, um, that's a replacement for Instagram, but it's very, I mean, quality is amazing. It's the same exact format as Instagram. I, I can't get on it. I can't get, I've tried because I, I uh, you know, I listen to you. So you've been telling people I'm on melanated people, which I was laughing about. I'm like, they're like, they're going to prove you. I'm like, they're not going to prove me, but they did. <laughs> I was like waiting for that. No, you can't come on, but they approved me. Um, right, but, right. Uh, but fan base for some reason, I don't know if it's not available in Canada, but it just, nothing happens. I don't know why. Hmm. Have you heard anyone else well, saying that? Um, I know it's only on right now, iOS. So only on iPhone. I have an now. iPhone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's that's weird. Now, uh, well, it may be because it's Canada. It may be that. It I don't know because I know that sometimes it's different. But uh, outside of that, my new text blast number, I'm setting that up. That should be out today. And that one is one that I'm going to be able to be more interactive on uh, because it's pay per subscriber versus pay per text. Mm-hmm. The pay per text one was far more expensive. The pay per subscriber <laughs> is much different. Yeah, much easier. So I'm going to be able to do that i'm not doing telegram because even that's not as secure as people think it is it's it's secure to a degree but you know there's levels of security and once the government starts to take notice and once you get you know letter from congress saying that you and on a list of 11 other people need to be taken off of social media okay if if your name is at that level well you know it's kind of like let me (laughs) i can't just trust this app or that app to a degree you know i have to find other ways and methods. So it's going to be that. And also the Reza Islam app is set to be released in two weeks. And that was going to be the one where I can post, go live, all that. You guys can be updated directly off of the, you know, the other grids and other things. So for now, that's where I'm at as of right now. And Twitter, I'm not frozen on Twitter now. So I'm up there for now. Yeah. You know, they might freeze me again tomorrow. But yeah, and God willing, I'll get my main page back. That's something I'm going to let my followers know to do. As you were saying, once you email me those instructions, I'll check that out and I'll do that. So. Inshallah, you're going to get it back. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> got to get it back. Got to get the main page back. Thank you so yeah. much for joining me. You're so awesome. Absolutely. Thank you for everything that you do. And uh, bless you. And uh, I look forward to seeing uh, what comes next. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you. You as well. And, and God willing, I'll be in Canada very soon. So, yes, anytime. You know, I, I, I a lot of things. You're, you're more than welcome in Vancouver. You have a lot of people here that love you and would uh, be Vancouver. very happy. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Well, Vancouver, actually, we're just up from you. We can actually drive to LA. I've driven there many times. It's a 24 hour drive but it's like just up the west coast we're like three hours from seattle oh wow wow yeah that's okay that's much closer than i thought and and ask ask me this question really quick is there a compton in canada i need to look up the maps again but from my understanding there's a city of compton i I think there is i think there is i don't know (laughs) it's yeah well it's it's such a i mean it's so funny it's not funny but it's like i can't even imagine what it's like growing up in uh, let me see here compton canada Mm -hmm. canada is a big place as you know but I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is Compton, Canada. Yes, it's in Quebec. Yep, yep. knew it. <laughs> That's crazy. Okay. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> so people are like, ah, yeah. oh, bonjour. They're like, it's right, like right, they're right. French. They're French Compton. It's the French. Wow. Uh, it's the That's French Compton. Crazy. You have to go there someday. Uh, That's like your yeah, destiny. I do. <laughs> You, yeah, you have to go on a pilgrimage. If Mecca doesn't right. open up, if Mecca doesn't open right. up to um, you know, non-vaccinated people, that's going to be mm. your uh, pilgrimage spot. You'll go to right, right, right. <laughs> that's funny because someone told me when I when uh, I no, they introduced me um, at an event I was speaking at, I think in Florida, and they said Compton, California. And one guy was like Compton. It's like you're you're, you're from Compton. I said yeah. He was like like in Canada. 
And I was like, Canada? He's, I said, no, L.A. He's like, that's a Compton in California. No, you're not from that one. That's, he said, like, that's where the scripts and stuff. I said, yeah, that's where I'm from. He was like, oh, you're from that. It's like, yeah. That's what it made me think. Like, there's a Compton in Canada. That's interesting. So, yeah. I have to visit. I, I, I was so grateful for that. Um, I don't know if you were, I can't remember if you were in it or not, but I'm sure you had something to do with it, the medical racism documentary. Yes. Oh, yes, please. Thank you for that reminder. Everyone should watch that. Yes, that's the the uh, co-producer is Minister Tony Muhammad. That's my minister here in L.A. And he's he's the one who I brought to the meeting when Robert F. Kennedy was brought to me. And I call my minister and I say, you know, you have to hear this information. So that's when we all sat down and we brought it to Ms. Farrakhan. But he is the co-producer with Robert F. Kennedy. He, yeah, that was a great film. And I was actually so grateful to um, watch that because, you know, of course I did not vaccinate my, my son, but, you know, my son is mixed. My son is black. And given my history and his dad's history, I, after I watched that, I was like, he would have been affected negatively, like for sure. Very yes. sensitive. His dad is sort of, you know, like Asperger's, you know, so for sure with you oh, know, yeah. my, my reaction to um, vaccines combined with both of them I was like I mean mm -hmm. I never would have anyway but um, <laughs> I never would have anyway because I know I'm just trying to find you I just want to make sure have you heard this quote from Rudolf Steiner mm -hmm, he mm -hmm. was the guy who invented the Waldorf school he was mm -hmm. also a clairvoyant he has a quote that says I believe the spirits of darkness are going to inspire their human hosts to find a vaccine that will drive all inclination towards spirituality out of people's souls. Ooh, yep. <laughs> Ooh. On, on point. He said this like a hundred, he said, oh yeah, I'll send it to you. He said it like a uh, like hundred years ago. He said this. Wow. I found this a couple weeks ago and I was like, Whoa. Wow. Yes. Wow. Yeah, I definitely so knew. That. I, I think he had some kind of a, a vision or, you know, he was a, a clairvoyant, some type of a mystic, you know, so he did a lot mm -hmm. of other things as well. But uh, that one was, wow. and Gandhi as well, actually. Did you hear, do you, are you familiar with Gandhi's as well? Oh, no. Gandhi said, vaccination is a barbarous practice and one of the most fatal of all the delusions current in our time. Conscientious, uh, conscientious objectors to vaccinations should stand alone, if need be, against the whole world in defense of their conviction. Wow. Okay, Gandhi. All right. Okay. Gandhi. Okay. <laughs> okay. We hear you. Wow. wow, that's dope. Okay, I never heard that from either one of them. That's interesting. Very wow. interesting. Very. So this is wow. going. You know, this is going way back. So um, it's yes. very, and and I mean, we didn't even get into what's going on in India right now. Are you? I was going to mention that. Yes. Well, right yes. now they they uh, they stopped the travel. Anyone coming from India to America as of right now because of the new strain. They said that popped up. Yes, but okay, so all over, so again, I'm not, I am not wanting to be a source of fake news because I don't know, but, you know, so it's all over the mainstream media right now is that the coronavirus is, you know, exploding in India and they have like, I think, I don't know, like 300,000 cases per day or so, something like this. But, you know, there's a billion people in India, so there's a lot of, right. you know, there's a lot of people there. It, no, it couldn't be 300,000 per day, but it's a lot. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. there's all of these other reports coming in from people who are there saying, this is not true. The pictures that they're showing of people in the streets, they're not current. Um, the people who are actually living there, there's a few leaked videos saying everything is fine. And then I've also heard that the reason people are dying is because they're locked down in their homes with no food and they're dying from heat exhaustion because India is very hot. Yeah. So mm -hmm. this is, again, the mainstream media. And when did the cases start going up? Well, they started going up as soon as they started vaccinating people, which is the yes. same everywhere, right? It's like mm -hmm. everywhere, like all of the numbers. And it's like, again, like, why don't people make these correlations? You know, it's like, yeah. you know, yeah. oh my God. And the case also spiked once the 
program, the shop program was put on pause because they started to see so many reactions that became so blatantly known to where they had to report it on mainstream media. It was already being reported on the their system, over 35,000 reactions. But there were so many blatant, obvious ones with key people, you know, certain people who are influential to where the media had to. They just had to report it. Then Johnson Johnson has had to pause it and all this other stuff. All of a sudden, boom, cases are spiking in India. Oh, we need to go help India. Uh-huh. Sure. It's, it's yeah. Well, and Bill Gates, Bill Gates, as we know, already has a whole history in India, just like Africa. So I'm like, okay, this is, but the funny thing is, is why is there no COVID in Africa? There's almost no. Right. That's a fact. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> exactly. Right? How, how do we explain this? I don't know. Like, it's all right. a big mystery. I, I feel like in some way it's like, this is just God's way of like making, you know, there's so many variables in all of this. Nothing is, nothing is fixed. Everything like. I don't know. My practice is just to keep a really open mind and, and look at everything and, and stay open. But yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> thank, thank you, you so much. Uh, it's a powerful conversation. And I hope everyone who watched, you know, can learn something and, to, and, and really get inspired to do their part because, you know, you don't have to have a large platform. You just have to be effective. So I always understand that, you know, yes. I just want to make sure everyone understands that. Yes. And it's very much like, I'm such a believer in community and like you are, like you're yeah. such a, you know, you're such a force in your community. And actually it's an illusion, all of these overarching hierarchies. This is a part of white supremacy yeah. too. If we actually break yeah. it down and start to get back to community level, that's actually where everything happens. So, you yeah. know, if everyone can just find it, it doesn't matter if you have the whole world listening to you. If you just have your, the people in your community, that that's a start. Mm -hmm. And if everyone in their own communities would just like take up the torch and speak and then take the necessary actions, we would see a lot of change ripple out from the local level and yes. then outwards. Because, you know, at the end of the day, you know, especially like in the United States, Canada. These are two huge countries. You can't really say that this, you know, small group of federal government is actually controlling everyone and everything. It doesn't really work that right. way. It's all at the local right. level. But they That's want they point. want us to think that, right? <laughs> they want us to exactly. think about it. They want us to subscribe to this, you know, overarching mm -hmm. control. But uh, exactly. you know, no, the, yeah. the people are the real government. If we understood it. And it's that's that's the point. The people are really the government, and as long as we follow God we will always be successful as a community. That's how it works. But the more we follow the government, they become God. It's just that simple. But they don't overpower us. They don't outnumber us. They don't have more influence than us. It's our belief in them and our belief that they are bigger that makes them bigger. You see what I'm saying? It's like, no, they, they, they don't have all that. But we really just, you know, it's a, it's a fear thing as well that we're actually afraid. You know, oh my God, I think this is going to, it's like, they don't have enough jails to put us in there if we all decide to stand up and say, nope, I'm not taking that. Simple. <laughs> it's not, they, don't, they don't have enough police. They don't have it. If they say 50,000 people in this city at the same time said they're not taking a shot, they, what are they going to do? They're going to have to leave us alone. I mean, it's, it happens all the time. It's happened in many different countries in Europe. They're like, no, we're not taking these. Period. And they had to get rid of the program. Simple as that. So we have to adopt the same thing and just decide together, just like we decided to go and eat this food or decided to listen to what they said or decided to decide to say, no, I'm not going to take it. Simple. And live your life, you know, and eat healthy and, you know, change your diet, of course. But no, just decide not to do it and see what happens. It's just plain simple like that.
Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much for making Absolutely. time to speak with me today. And uh, yes, everyone can find him on, hopefully, back at Riza Islam on, uh, <laughs> hopefully, <Yes. laughs> we're going to pray that you get your Instagram account back, but you're on Twitter and fan base and Melanated Peoples and everybody. Yes. You're going to set up your own network, which is the ultimate, because um, we should yes. be in control of, yeah, I didn't know what I was doing when I started a podcast, but now I'm getting it. I'm like, oh, because now I have, yeah. you know, it's just making your own source of information. And this is what, again, everybody can do this. We can all just get together and have conversations and share with our networks and our communities and it ripples out. That's a fact. That's a fact. Well, I truly am honored again. And like I said, you know, God willing, one day soon, we're going to hold something in Canada, which I know is going to bring out a lot of people. Yes, you know, yes. And get really people, you know, get them sparked into really being active and changing their own lives and their homes and their community, et cetera, so that we can really change the world. So again, I'm honored to be on and let me know whenever you want me to come back on, I'd be honored to. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you so much. All right. <laughs> yes. You've been listening to A Voice for Love. This is Surya Devi. You can find me at suryadeviworld.com. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope this series inspires you to discover your own voice for love so you can use it to be a force for good in your life and in the world. I wish you great joy, good health, and the courage to speak up for what you believe in. Peace.